0: Welcome to Get all the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. We've got a show on Reiki today, but it's Plant Spirit Reiki. We're going to be speaking with Faye Johnstone, and we're going to be talking about her book, Plant Spirit Reiki, Energy Healing with the Elements of Nature. And boy, during this time of COVID, this is something that we definitely need. So we're going to walk through this, and she's going to tell us about what she does, how she does it, and if you have to be a Reiki practitioner to use some of the techniques that she shares. Very insightful show coming up. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back but you know, I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me from my new listeners, Intuitive Since Birth, I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break to the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as, as an executive sales professional, and I am the founder <coughs> excuse me, of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I also author two books. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. Now, my clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist. So whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can hope. To find out more about me and the services I offer, to my website and that's MoniqueChapman.com, and i invite you to um, like me on facebook and follow me on twitter and linkedin my guest today faye johnstone combines 20 years of Reiki practice with herbal and shamanic training to assist us with our personal transformation through the healing power of nature the author of plants that speak souls that sing, Faye (laughs) offers treatments and training on Reiki and plant spirit communication across the UK, online, and from uh, places near her home in Scotland.
1: So welcome, Faye. It's so great to have you here. Thank you, Monique. It's really I'm, I'm always delighted to come and chat about plants and Reiki and more plants, basically. So Thank you.
0: <laughs> She's a plant Reiki girl,
1: and I absolutely love it because I um, Reiki
0: my own plants. I I have a rose garden on the side of my house. I live on a corner, and when I'm doing my work with the roses, I'm Reikiing them, and they just blossom, and they love it. And everybody stops by, and it's like how'd you get your roses to do that? And I said, I love them. So you're going to share your love with Reiki and the plants with um, our role today. So let's start a little bit with your background. Um, How long have you been doing Reiki and when did you make that Reiki and plant connection?
1: So I've been yeah tw- so it's 20 years that I have been attuned to Reiki and practicing Reiki, and I think um, perhaps like many um, of your listeners who get started on their spiritual path, it's it starts to it starts at first as something which is kind of a little bit in the closet. It's like something that you do when you're not doing your regular job. You do it kind of on weekends, and you you mm-hmm. kind of you've got that spiritual book hidden under the the desk at work, you know, and mm-hmm. um, so I was like this for a while and I was doing uh kind of my Reiki treatments in the evenings or on the days I wasn't at work and I had a I had a kind of moment shall we say where I realized that things had to shift um and this was I was actually I had a had a really amazing job I was living in Paris I mm-hmm. you know I was doing all those things which outwardly look very successful, and those were those um, things which I had been kind of conditioned to think that w- is what success was for, uh-huh. for somebody who was young and in their 20s, you know, and the handbags and the high heels and the, and the cocktails after work and all this kind of thing, and I, I just really had this realization, a kind of crumbling, shall we say, of just admitting to myself, you know, that moment when you admit, ah, something's not working and i really had i wouldn't call it a dark night of the soul i don't feel it was like really serious like that but it really uh-huh. woke woke me up and it made me go hang on a second there's something more i'm miserable there's something more to life than this and i started to i started then to i mean this really wasn't long actually after i had been attuned to reiki so it's uh-huh. really funny how reiki slowly for me started to work its magic because when we talk about Reiki, we get so hung up sometimes on that dictionary definition of what Reiki is. We th- we, we sort of talk about it being at the a Japanese form of energy healing, um, it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, for me, Reiki just, it was like that permission button to follow my heart. It opened mm-hmm. me up to the passion that was inside me that actually I, I wasn't even allowing myself to to connect with you know because i was i was kind of doing the things i was going through the process the motions of life you know get the job do this work hard and i wasn't really allowing the the reiki the the spiritual path that the 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 light inside of me to to shine and what happened when i kind of took that i i so i had that sort of moment when i was working in paris and i was like god i'm miserable i need to change something and I, it took me some time, I, and I would spend a lot of time in p- lovely Parisian cafes journaling, just with myself journaling and doing my mm. self-reiki practice. And then uh-huh. was, there, was one, there was one afternoon, a, a, a storefront caught my eye, and it was just full of plants. These beautiful plants, and there was something in my heart that just said, oh, "I need the, I need these in my life." And at that moment, I bought as many of those plants as I could possibly carry, and I took them back to my apartment. You know, my my flatmates, who were also my work colleagues, thinking, "What's what's what going <laughs> on with this?" Because, you know, I was the girl in the office who didn't even know the types of flowers that we got delivered to the office every week. I just saw Uh the yellow ones or the long ones, uh, you know, daisy-like looking ones. I hadn't got Uh a clue about plants. I I thought that plants was the thing that my mum was into and it was a bit you know old fashioned or uh, you know not really for for somebody it's just for me shall we say and mm-hmm. actually what happened then is from that moment in those plants just kind of leapt into my heart and it really was me opening up to, to them and if you fast forward a year i basically i had left that job i returned to the uk i mm-hmm. was living not in a city but i was living in a small village i was growing my own vegetables I started foraging and I started studying herbal medicine, and I started working for a conservation volunteer organisation. So my my whole world actually, through kind of that listening process and Mm -hmm. the self reiki, I started to invite those plants in, and they just that was like their little permission, and they went, "Whoa, okay, she's ready. We're going in." and um and then from that moment on my love for plants it just i just followed my joy you know we we hear often about people following their passions and and following their joy because it's that vibration of joy that lights you up which mm-hmm. is that you know attractive vibration that helps you to manifest and bring more of that abundance and flow and so on and from that moment on i we actually i um i ended up moving to Uh, Nova Scotia in Canada, and I ran a flower farm, a flower and herb farm for five years with my partner, Mm -hmm. and that's actually, I wrote about that in my first book, which is called Plants That Speak, Souls That Sing, because that was when I had this awakening, and it was, and I started to realize that those plants were really talking to me. They had something to say. And it was at that stage that I started to involve those plants into my Reiki treatments, into my my self-practice. And I started to really open up to the possibility of kind of, well, I, you know what? I was just being guided. I was listening to uh-huh. the plants. Um yeah so that's kind of well it's quite a long way of 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 sharing the story there of how how those plants i mean i I, I say this to everybody you know you give them an inch and they put their <laughs> they, they, they plant they plant the seeds or they put their roots in and they continue to grow and they don't I find the plants are quite persistent they don't they don't leave me alone um so it's yeah and I and I think it's it was recently sort of well in the last couple of years when I started to you know think about writing plant spirit reiki and and which is this book and putting it all together because I, I think I suddenly realized that actually because, and you might feel like this too, and I'm sure anyone else listening who also practices Reiki, because I've practiced Reiki for so long, you know, 20 years, Reiki just kind of flow, you know, we, we are Reiki. I am yeah, Reiki. It's like you
0: live, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and live so the energy. It,
1: when I, I think I sort of then started to realize that actually when I was with the plants, when I was kind of sitting, meditating with plants or when I was making it, say, a herbal medicine or... An elixir, or even just gardening. I actually, you know, woke up to the fact that oh, actually, I'm being Reiki here. So actually, I'm, I'm, I'm. It felt like it felt like it wasn't 100% authentic not to admit to everybody. But actually, you know what? I think I'm doing this. I think I'm doing this plant thing with Reiki too. You know, and so mm-hmm. that's why I wanted. That's what I wanted to speak to in the book. I wanted to actually share, you know, of how powerful it can be for our Reiki practice. Mm-hmm. Um, by adding in the plants, and also how powerful it can be if we're interested in plants or gardening or herbal medicine, or and so on. By by kind of switching or just a- a- acknowledging that flow of reiki. Okay.
0: Now, um, most of my audience knows about reiki, at least on some level. How do you incorporate the energy of reiki into plants whether it's an inside plant, well let's start with an inside plant and then maybe an outside plant
1: how do you incorporate that energy so for me um, when we are well so I think actually I think the, the, the sort of most obvious thing that people think about when we think of working with plants is we think of giving them Reiki I'm going to tell you a little bit more later on about how there's other aspects to aspects to plant spirit Reiki but to answer your question when we're working with houseplants, yeah, we can do hands-on healing. But for me, sometimes plants are so delicate, we don't want to kind of place our hands directly onto a plant. So I will ask Reiki to flow, and I, we can beam distance healing at them. And I mm-hmm. like to Reiki. I like to give Reiki. So I'm really, when I, and just for anyone who doesn't practice Reiki, you know, when I say I give Reiki, what I'm saying is, and you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about your roses, is I'm giving these plants my love. I'm giving them my appreciation, my gratitude that they are in my life and sharing their beauty or their medicines with me. So Mm -hmm. this is what I mean when I, you know, if you don't understand Reiki, anyone listening who is not attuned to Reiki, just replace that word Reiki with love and appreciation. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I like to give Reiki in the water that I give the plants, maybe even hold the, the, the plant's roots. I mean, there are so many different ways for our companion plants that we uh-huh. can add. Um, we can kind of send Reiki to them. And the reason, you know, people often ask, well, you know, why, Why? you know, the obvious reason to send Reiki to your plants is so that they grow healthily, so that they might blossom, so that they are free of disease and so on and so they kind of look you know for their well-being but this is the great thing about uh, plant spirit Reiki and this is the thing that I like to teach is that actually when we care for our green friends Uh we are actually raising the vibration of our communities our homes and our local spaces so if you are caring for plants in your home with love with appreciation with gratitude that their vibration is going to be, you know, beautiful and wonderful and shining. And that will affect your vibration. So you're bringing in this Reiki, you know, we're asking for Reiki to flow. So we're just bringing in that light and that high vibration. And this is particularly important for not just the plants that we look after in our home and, you know, our vegetable gardens and roses, like you say, but actually it's really important for our local green spaces. Mm-hmm. So you know we everybody has a local park near them, or one that they might p- pass on the on the way to the, to the supermarket or the you know the grocery store or we 're going to to work and you kind of pass a local green space or a space which just looks like it 's not very well cared for, that has a bit of a dodgy vibration it just doesn 't feel quite right, and those are the green spaces that actually really need us to send our love and appreciation and send that beautiful vibration of. Of Reiki, too, because those places in our communities will really, really benefit the surrounding community if mm-hmm. they are receiving that high vibrational energy of that love and light that is Reiki. And, you know, obviously, when we hear of terrible, like the fires, for example, that we, you know, in California or, mm-hmm. for example, in the Amazon and also Australia, you know, all these terrible. Uh, ways that we, that the environment f- further afield is being devastated. You know, this is when we kind of turn on our Reiki hands and we can send distance healing. And But I, I just like to stress to people that it's really important to actually really cultivate that relationship with the green world that is on your doorstep because that is really, really going to help you and your well-being, you know. And I, I really believe that our our well-being our physical our mental our emotional and our spiritual well-being is really intricately linked to our relationship with earth, with the earth with nature yeah. and you know and our plant friends and so we, we we can kind of start right here where we are we don't always have to be kind of Beaming distance reiki to like mm-hmm. the Amazon or, or these habitats which we know are endangered or under threat. Uh, I think it's you know that that importance of starting local um, and looking after your own. You know, it's like really I think you know we talk about it a lot in the healing profession is like you know you need to look after your own um, your own personal development okay. so that you can hold that lovely shining sacred space for others
0: hmm
1: Well, um, you mentioned, you know, paying attention to our local
0: area and maybe, you know, if there's a park or a patch of land someplace that is not really thriving. What if you're not uh, attuned to Reiki? Is there anything that you can do for that energy, for that space?
1: Yeah, this is great. This is a really great question, actually. So what one of the things I love to do is simply show my appreciation to those plants and trees and green spaces that i walk by so and plants do respond so for example if you were in front of a tree you could you could kind of greet that tree and i'm not going to sh- sh- sort of tell you how to do it mm-hmm. some people like to kind of speak out loud to to their plants some people just find a way an inner way of kind of inwardly smiling to that tree as a kind of acknowledgement. And that's actually a lovely exercise to do is acknowledging nature. And so you take yourself for a walk, and you can be in your own garden. If you if you're lucky enough to have one, or in a local park, or a lovely, you know, sometimes on if you live in a neighbourhood which has a really gorgeous avenue with lovely trees on it, you know, that kind of street, mm-hmm. and just walk down and uh, and open your senses to the natural world. Really, really start to observe with your eyes, with mm-hmm. your ears, um, and you know, y- utilise your sense of smell and touching, so that you can start to kind of form a relationship with these plants which are surrounding you. And it's it's this remembering of our relationship with nature, which I think is really important in the whole kind of well being puzzle because we we've become incredibly disconnected from the source of our well being, which is, you know, our home, which is the earth. Mm-hmm. We are incredibly disconnected from, you know, the earth's creatures, and and you know, think think how disconnected we are really from getting dirty and muddy or getting wet, even from from a from a downpour, from a shower. You know, we we just we we kind of isolate ourselves. We put ourselves very conveniently behind, you know, closed doors and closed windows, okay. and we and we and, and actually, this this is what's been so ironic about the COVID nineteen pandemic is that we've had all had to isolate within our walls, yep. and we have realised actually how it's you know how we go stir crazy. We need the life outside the walls. We need mm-hmm. the the breeze to um, you know tickle our skin. We need the heat mm-hmm. of the sun on our faces, and we need to connect with the natural world. It's it's a really important part of our well-being, which are unfortunately the way our society has developed and it's particularly with you know the 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 fact that many of us have to live in cities because this is where our jobs and our livelihood are and you know just looking at how we receive food these days it's very prepackaged wrapped in cellophane you know you're unlikely to find soil on your potatoes or your carrots you know uh-huh. you can even you know you can just buy them all pre pre-packaged and chopped or even you know or even just get a takeaway so we're not so this kind of relationship with the natural world this is something that you know everybody can do everybody can get out into nature and start to really experience it through the senses and that the reason yeah. I like to experience it through the senses is because actually when we, you know, when we're kind of using our sense of touch or smell or, or just taking in the, the beautiful forms of trees and bushes and flowers mm-hmm. and so on, we're kind of we're bypassing the brain, you know, that, that we, we're, going, we're using a different system in the body. And then, you know, once we've kind of connected to the, the outdoor world with these physical senses, and this is uh-huh. when, you know, we start to open to those intuitive senses, those kind of feelings that we get from nature, the gut feelings or that kind of sense that there's a bit more to a plant than meets the eye or that sense of, you know, the reason or just feeling into, oh, actually, you know what, I feel really good when I'm here, whereas uh-huh. I don't feel so good when I'm in this other place, you know. So, so there's a whole different array um, I mean, really depending on how how interested somebody is and how how open they are on their kind of spiritual path as to kind of how deep they want to go with their plants. But the very, uh-huh. you know, the first thing to do is to kind of show your joy and appreciation and your love to the natural, you know, to the natural world. Actually acknowledge nature uh, or rather the, the plant beings as conscious there's something going on there you know they don't have the kind of appeal of of animals that come up to you and want to kind of want to have a little cuddle you know like a uh-huh. dog if you're walking but uh-huh. they they're there with you know this this they're amazingly complex systems plants and so that and you know you think about trees have been around for millennia you know and so think about the tree on your you know on your local street what has that seen what has that witnessed what energy um has has that uh, been um, been present for? And so this mm-hmm. is you know this is why it's so fascinating to just start to open up and acknowledge the natural world. Yes, it is. Folks, we're speaking with Faye Johnstone. Her book, Plant Reiki Spirit.
0: Energy Healing with the Elements of Nature. You can check her out at her website and that's fayjohnstone.com. Johnstone dot com, F A Y J O H N S T O N E dot com. Now, Faye, you talked about the you know, the plants and the beauty and all that, but what about the weeds?
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think um I get asked this question all the time, and I, I the answer really is, yeah, so if particularly anyone listening who's done any herbal medicine or any herbal training will say there aren't any weeds, you know, mm-hmm. those dandelions that you want to rip up, they're amazing herbal medicine the 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 chickweed, the cleavers, all of those things, so mm-hmm. yeah, you could say apply it, it's really they're just our it's just our perception isn't it, our uh, and it's an example really of how we we want plants to behave in a certain way we uh-huh. want to we have long had you know in the western world this uh, this Feeling or this sense of dominance over the the green kingdom. Oh, it's just a tree. Never mind. We can chop those down because we, we're building this new housing estate, and that's going to benefit 100 residents. We need to just chop those trees down. Get rid of them. Lose the trees. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, we, and you know, and talking about weeds, the weeds growing in the vegetable garden. Oh, no. I'm sorry. You you've got to get out of here. I, I need to make space for this stuff. So don't get me wrong. I I'm a gardener at heart, and I love to garden and in my garden here i have brambles i have thistles i have all of the weeds that we love to hate and i talk to them i i tell them what i'm going to be doing and i'm asking them all of the time when i am in my garden i'm asking them to to make space for other plants generally because we think of a weed as a an unwanted plant that might be let 's say suffocating a rose or um, dominating, and I, I just like to talk to my plants but um, mm-hmm. but yeah it 's really all about the mindset of and I know you know many herbalists would say, "Oh yeah, you know save those dandelions and and the daisies and so on because they are such valuable herbal medicine, so the plants really do teach us, and it 's again it 's a question of being open and observing that and just and noticing, you know, I think it's a really interesting uh, exercise to notice how you feel about certain plants and uh-huh. how irritated they might make you, for example. And again, you know, the, nature nature is helping. It's a mirror. It is, is reflecting back something to you. So, you know, that's another interesting exercise to do. Uh, I, I, it's actually not in, it's not in Plant Spirit Reiki. It's an exercise from my first book, Plants That Speak, uh-huh. Plants That Sing. And it, I called it plant speed dating. And what it was, is it's like an invitation to go outside and you basically choose or allow, I always say when we work with plants, that we are allowing ourselves to be chosen because there, there's something in there. That conscious being with that big energy field is, is connecting with your energy field. And there's something going on there and they will choose you and you'll feel drawn to certain plants. And uh-huh. this exercise is all about, let's say, you know, pick five plants or three to five, however however long you have time for. And just sit for five minutes with a plant. Note, you know, you can, you can note down things about it. How does it look? What does it look like? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? How do you feel when you're with this plant? And so on. Just like you would if you were... Um, Speed dating. If you are, you know, okay. if you're at one of those evenings where you get five minutes to to chat to another person, and you're kind of making assessment, you know, do I like you? Is this worth a second rendezvous? Um, mm-hmm. How do I feel when I'm with you? Are you a no? Are you a yes? And this is your kind of. This is a way of getting to know plants and also getting to know the ones which will have specific medicine for you. And it's not always the ones that we think are beautiful and lovely and, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, it's not always those beautiful ones. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes those plants you know, which are a little bit, they're a little bit harsher or they're a little bit prickly, there will be something there that that is um, healing for us and worth exploring. So we're, we're kind of always asking ourselves, ooh, how do I feel? Is this worth exploring a little bit more, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we have to be aware. Now, you talk
0: about intention um, in using Reiki with intention with the plants. Talk to us a little bit more about that.
1: Well... Everything that we do when we work with Reiki, really we're working with a healing intention. The intention is like the the focus it's really helping us to get clear on what it is that we're what are we showing up for today? what are we ready to release what are we what story are we ready to let go of? what's uh-huh. my intention in in being here with this plant? Um, and that's a, and actually, I mean, it's an important part of any Reiki treatment and it's, yeah, it's really important when we're working with, I think it's actually really important when we're connecting with kind of, if we're trying to connect with any other beings or even if it was angels, for example, um, or through shamanic journeying and so on, other spirit guides, because the intention is the rudder, it guides our our mission. And it, mm-hmm. and it shows us, it shows the universe or our spirit guides and or the reiki flow. What are we available for today, or what are we not available for? So, I, so intention is is really important. It's 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 like essential, really. And I and I think and and actually, just on, on this point, I'm just going to touch on what the sort of the whole ethos around plant spirit reiki. So okay. when we talk about when we talk about plant spirit Reiki, a lot of... So, you know, we've we've just dived into it just previously when we are asking about, you know, sending Reiki to green spaces, to plants, uh-huh. to our environment, connecting with plants, and so on. So I think a lot of people think about plant Reiki as, as being just that. It's like, oh, you're just giving Reiki to plants. And actually, that is just one part of the kind of ethos around plant spirit Reiki. And the second part is really working with these amazing green beings, like so through intention. So okay. having, as working out, so it's really just like Reiki level one is all, all about your kind of self-practice, your self-development, you're kind of working on your personal healing journey. This aspect of plant spirit Reiki is looking at, you know, what's my intention with working with these plants? What is it that I'm really, striving for? What am I opening for? What am I ready to release? What am I ready to shift? And then what we do is we we can work with our plant friends to help us. So through that intention we are kind of using that as a guide and we're holding our intention in our heart when we're out in nature or when okay. we're selecting flower essences Or so it's this intention which is going to send out that particular vibration to the plants, to the essences, to the to nature if we're taking an intuitive walk in nature and it's that intention which is that the vibration of that that we're holding in our heart which is going to guide us to the plants which we need for our personal growth or for to help with that intention or with the third aspect of plant spirit reiki which is working with clients working in a professional practice it's using intention or the client's healing intention so that they are guided through intuitive plant healing, so that they can connect with a plant that they feel drawn to. It's kind of like that vibrational match, and mm-hmm. the vibrational match will open to that plant that is ready to sh- to share, share wisdom, to align, to, to kind of connect with you and bring the healing through. Okay. Now, you talk
0: about... Excuse me. You talk about... Um, reiki balls um what is a reiki ball and actually i have been using a lot of reiki balls for reiki too since covid but explain to the audience what a reiki ball is and how if we know how to do it we can help planet earth not just you know what we see in front of us but all planet earth
1: yeah this is my, my all-time favorite exercise so thank you so much for asking about this week i love mm-hmm. it um yeah, so, the, yeah, and the Reiki balls, so this exercise which is in the book is Reiki balls in nature. So the the idea behind this, like you say, is sending that beautiful, it's like giving the gift of Reiki to a place in nature. And what we do, um, if anyone who is attuned to, to Reiki will probably be familiar with how you would create a Reiki ball. You know, we, we connect to Reiki in the way that we've been taught, we invite Reiki to flow. And As the Reiki starts to flow, we form an energy ball in our hands. And this can be, you know, it can be the size of a grapefruit. It can be the basketball size. It can can be beach ball size. It can be as large as you feel guided. And Mm -hmm. you hold, you know, you hold this lovely energy ball in your hand. And then you place it in an area of nature. So you might want to place it, you know, you might want to place one under your favorite tree as a thank you. You might want to place one in your vegetable garden. You might want to place one, we were talking earlier about, you know, those local parks and places in nature that just kind of look like they need a little bit more care. You know, place, and you can do this, what's great about this exercise is we can do it so subtly. It's not like we have to sit for hours in meditation Uh and we're not talking out loud to nature. But I always leave my beautiful Reiki balls with the intention that this will be received Um, and and, you know when it is needed and if it is not needed it will be absorbed by the earth um, for for healing for the earth so I'm I'm leaving that intention there Uh and we so I like to do this you know it's really to show gratitude so anybody here who's listening who isn't attuned to Reiki and they're thinking well I'd like to do that too what we can do is you can you can you can just speak your love, you can speak your love and appreciation, and you can bundle that in a ball and leave that in um you know you can you can form a ball we can you know because words are energy uh-huh.
0: thought,
1: thought forms are energy, so we can think beautiful, loving thoughts and thank yous to the to the natural world i mean this is particularly. It's especially like if you have a vegetable garden or a, or a garden or even a window box, you want to say thank you. Thanks for growing those cherry tomatoes for me this year. Thanks for growing the, the, the cilantro. Yum. You know, and so you can leave that ball of, of love and appreciation or Reiki to in that place in nature. And it's an exercise I will do, for example, if we're doing a workshop or we're outside and we've been at a beautiful, you know, often we do workshops, you know, maybe in a lovely garden or um, healing space, and we, you know, get the students to go outside and just show their gratitude and appreciation. And this is, again, part of reconnecting with the natural world and sh- sh- sort of showing your love and appreciation and acknowledging that green space. So yeah, it's it's really one of my favourite exercises and I yeah, I'd love for some some of the people who are listening to go and try it because it really does. You feel it in your heart. You mm-hmm. feel you feel it and you know you know that it's doing you know that it's doing whatever it is that it it needs to do. Um and that's the great thing about Reiki, right? We know that Reiki always gives us what we need, so
0: yeah, it goes wherever it's needed, no matter what you think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> goes to where it's Well, that's needed. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole that whole detachment from, uh, you know, that's that's the kind of thing about having the intention. The intention is there to kind of guide you to be the rudder, but actually, yeah, and then it's that beautiful, like you just touched on it, let go, surrender, you know, and and just be guided allow what needs to flow to flow because we're not really, you know, we're not in control of it. We we set the course and actually we all know what happens when we think we're going from A to B. We mm-hmm. go around the houses.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Go to A to Z and then come back to B and go, oh, what happened there? Um, <laughs> now, one thing you talk about in your book that I really enjoyed and that was a Reiki medicine bag but I do I want you to tell the uh, audience about that but if you're not attuned to Reiki could a Reiki uh, practitioner make you a Reiki medicine bag to carry or wear
1: oh well that's a lovely idea absolutely um yeah so this is really um it's It's really about making, so I I use a medicine bag, for example, when we think of a specific issue that we want to heal or -hmm. or that we need some help with, like a behavior that we just want to let go of or something that we want to manifest. And I often will create my medicine bag by using, you you know, you want to kind of create the bag with with a circle of cloth if I'm a bit lazy, I might use something like an old handkerchief because it's a, any sort of a lovely, lovely piece of material um, that I like to sort of um, carry. You know, have ha- have gathering. And what you want to do is you want to gather in this bundle your your prayer, your intention, the blessing, the the the, the thing that you want to manifest. You want to manifest, you know, your your health and well-being, your your abundance, your free of um, uh, whatever it is you wish to be free of, whatever your intention is. And Mm -hmm. we add this to the bag. And then what I do is you take a walk in nature and notice which elements of nature seem to talk to you, seem to jump out of you. And at this time of year, for example, if I was doing a medicine bag, it would probably be things like pine cones or maybe even a branch of a pine needle or some holly berries or maybe even a pebble from the beach or a seashell. So we gather kind of the elements from nature or even a twig or some people who love to work with, you know, crystals will gather a crystal or Uh special herbs. And I always, always am drawn to the aromatics like mints or... At this time of year, it would be the evergreens, for example, that seem to leap out at me. And so you uh-huh. gather, you gather these little pieces. And it, you might find you take a walk in nature, and, and there's just one thing that seems to call to you, and nothing else. And that is going to be placed inside your 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 medicine bag. So okay. yes, you could you could somebody a practitioner could do this for you because we just you know in that case you would just be. Um, sending distance Reiki but what we do as Reiki practitioners is we would hold that medicine bag in your hands and send Reiki and you want to charge that bag with Reiki with love with your intention with that you know with the visualization of that positive outcome and that is that and then you know you you seal the bag and you can carry it around with you, you can have it with you, you can recharge the bag whenever you feel um, it needs it and just have it with you and notice how your healing intention, how it shifts over time.
0: Mhm, and um she said the magic word folks, intention. so you put your intention out there, and of course, Reiki will go wherever it's needed, but the stronger and the clearer your intention, um I'm going to say the quicker results, if it's your are to receive uh, results quickly, everything always comes in its own time. Um, say talk to us about uh plants in the chakras and Reiki. How did you marry all of that together?
1: yeah this is really interesting, isn't it? because what we what I find you know the the chakras the, the, you know these lovely energy centers, we know that they're not part of the original Isui teachings because uh-huh. Reiki has its origins in Japan, and actually you know the the idea of the, the the chakras, the energy centers comes from you know the Vedic teachings that they're sanskrit, you know so so it's completely sort of two different forms. Of, of of teachings that we that we brought together but I thought I couldn't resist putting in a chapter that marries the chakra centers with the plants because we're so well versed in in terms of we we we're so familiar with the idea the concept of energy centers and I feel that I'm often asked by students you know oh I I I you know I say oh for, for example oh, I have trouble grounding uh, or, or my heart chakras really blocked. What what plants you know can can help me? And so mm-hmm. yes, I I've included in the book just some ideas really on the the concept of the chakras and really again the idea of being drawn to which plants are, we are guided to because we you know I think it's it's very it's quite well documented and understood that you know rose for example or rose quartz or roses or rose oil might be beneficial for the heart you know that's that's mm-hmm. that's an association that we are we're quite familiar with but others for example you know going from the crown to the roots you know are are not quite so well perhaps um understood and so what I so that's what I've included because and the easiest way that I like to work with the plants and the chakras so really again we're looking at we we're, we're opening our intuition we're asking to be guided Mm-hmm. and i like to so if i was doing a self treatment i would be guide, i would i would focus on a particular energy center wh- wherever i felt that i i um wanted healing and then i would place plant materials say i had a plant so for my root chakra for example i might be looking at those plants like dandelion or marshmallow these kind of roots mm-hmm. maybe even ginger you know or licorice These lovely root, strong, spicy, or even cloves and cinnamon. This kind of Mm -hmm. spicy, rooty um, herbs and plants which are going to help me to ground. And what's wonderful about working with plants is that we we can work with them in so many different ways. And I've highlighted this in my chakra chapter because... We can work with plant material so we can have, you know, in the summer, that's wonderful, there's lots of plant material to gather and we can have vases of flowers in our treatment spaces and so on or we can go and sit under trees and, you know, smell the roses. But Mm -hmm. when when we're kind of in the winter season like we are now, we can now look at all these wonderful plant products that are accessible to us like plant essences, like flower essences, for example, and you know not to mention herbal medicines, but obviously unless you're a herbalist, you 're not going to be working with herbal medicines with clients, but we've also got essential oils as well, so we can be guided as to w- these these wonderful ways that plants can kind of form you know be the products that we can make from them, and also mm-hmm. even imagery and so having beautiful pictures on the walls. Of wonderful plants, and again, when we when we look at the chakra system and plants, we often look. We'll look at, well what's the colour of the flower? You know, dandelion, for example, is a lovely bright yellow. So we would think, oh, okay, so that's kind of a very sun connection. Or oh, would that be a solar plexus connection there too? So, so mm-hmm. that's wonderful. That you know, looking at the sort of the colour correspondences as well, and c- comparing that to. the the colors of the flowers. So there's lots of different ways that we can combine working with plants. And also we can call them in through prayer as well, just like we would call to the flow of Reiki and ask Mm -hmm. Reiki to flow through us. We can also call to these plants that we feel connected to or aligned with to come and be present with us for our personal healing and for the healing of our friends and family
0: okay now one of the tenets of Reiki is not to worry and in your book you talk about a Reiki worry doll tell us about the Reiki worry doll
1: so this is in a sense it's a similar idea to the um, lovely um, the lovely Reiki medicine bag because we're gathering um, your foot your, you, you choose something that you're particularly anxious around for example and then we're going to gather plant material that is going that you feel that you feel can help you with this specific issue. And then what I do, I mean, to call it a Reiki worry doll sounds like. Mine ends up usually being a little bit more of a bundle rather mm-hmm. than looking like a doll. It depends if I've managed to if I've managed to gather some some twigs and some leaves and all sorts of things. It might, but what we want to be doing is we want to fashion a a bundle or a doll shape that we can beam Reiki into, and that we can visualize that 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 worry that anxiety that we have flowing away and you know it's really for trust because when when we worry we have what we're doing is we're, we're kind of we're forgetting that we're not in control and we're, we're trying to be in control We're not surrendering to that higher power that really has you know our best interests at heart
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: we we will we will basically charge these lovely elements of nature that we've tied together with ribbons and we will hold all of that together and i mean it's really like a, a worry doll kind of bundle pouch that i that i make and we, we just imagine us yourself with that worry doll safe and protected and free of worry and sometimes i'll add essential oil or a fluorescent spray to the bundle and i place it by my bedside or i'll have it with me and it's like a touchstone it's a reminder Mm-hmm. that it's a reminder for, of safety and protection and trust. That's really what we're, that's the magic that we're creating when we create the Reiki Worry Doll, you okay. know. And, and yeah, and also we, and and it's, again, you kind of have that with you for a while and, it, and it's just really observing how the issue that you were initially worried about will shift and that perception will shift and that's mm-hmm. where this kind of, and it shifts into something else and you'll suddenly realize, oh, okay, you know what? I, I, I'm going to bury my worry doll in the garden and say thank you and mm-hmm. um, put it back to nature. And now I, I'm kind of moving in a different direction with my with my personal growth.
0: There you go, folks. You can shift your energy should you choose. Now, um, Faye, you say that your favorite time for self Reiki is at night. Why is that?
1: I think it's because I, it's the time that I know that I'm pausing and I'm gathering myself and I'm in that kind of authentic space. Um, I still will. Um, yeah, no, I, I was going to say I still will during the day, but actually mainly it's at night. But I, the thing I love to do, and I, and I recommend everybody can do this every day, is get outside in nature and feel that connection to the elements. And I, when I'm out in nature, I will ask Reiki to flow through me, to guide me. And that is one practice which I do do. It's, it's, it's not quite self-practice in that I'm not placing my hands on my body. I'm just asking, I'm, I'm basically kind of acknowledging that I am Reiki and I'm allowing it to flow through me and just observing where I walk as I'm out, out and about. And when I say out in nature, I mean just outside, because even in the depths of a city, we will see plants growing in sidewalks. We will come across, mm-hmm. you know, like I was mentioning earlier in my journey when I came across that shop front in Paris, which was just full of amazing plants, and it stole my heart. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the beauty of it. So yeah, I, so that, that practice of, Connecting with Reiki when I'm out in nature is something that I like to actually do every day.
0: Okay. Now, when we go to fayjohnstone.com, what are we going to find there?
1: Well, you Well, firstly, you'll find out how you can work with me and sort of how we can stay connected. So I actually do um, a regular online Reiki shares at the moment, which are free for everybody to attend, to come and experience Reiki and share Reiki together I also have a YouTube channel, which is my name, Faye Johnstone, and that has a um, a regular video sharing a different practice of Reiki or meditation or healing or um, shamanic journeys in nature, for example. So those Mm -hmm. are two wonderful ways. And you can find me on Instagram at Plants That Speak. That's where you'll find me there.
0: Okay. Well, our time has been so wonderful together. I've really enjoyed speaking with you, but we're at our close. What pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience today?
1: I would like to just really um, ask everybody to open their hearts next time they're in nature. Find, Find a plant, find a tree that can be your support, your friend. Get a plant friend and open yourself to the plant friend because that plant friend is dying. It's calling out for you and it is there to support you and guide you, give you strength and wisdom. So hug a tree, find a tree, find a plant friend, and you'll really come into alignment with the truth of who you are. Okay, well thank you for that.
0: It reminds me of a real quick story that happened to me. I was walking my dog at a local park, and uh, the dog wanted to go sniff under a pine tree, so I'm following the dog. I let her choose her own walks. So I went under the tree with her, and the tree released a pine cone, you're not going to believe this, directly in my hand. Oh, okay? I, I was like wow so the pine cone is now in my house but you know the energy so whenever I go to that park and we have a little conversation you know me, the tree and the dog <laughs> so I, I, I think it profusely but you know I really get what you're talking about and folks even if you're not attuned to Reiki per se you can still utilize everything that Faye has talked about and then if you choose to take it a step further because uh, Reiki is good for everyone and everything, um, you know, uh, contact a practitioner and, uh, You know, take the course. Um, Faye does offer the courses on her website. You can check that out. So, Faye, thank you for being with us today as we collectively get over it. And for the audience, I thank you, too. I am truly honored, and I appreciate your time and attention. And I want you guys to remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of plant, spirit, Reiki. Abundant blessings, light, and love to all. Agape.